Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, it's delicious every time. It's, I don't think it's ever going to wear off. <laughs> it's a great one, isn't it? I, I mean, it's getting better each time. I'm really warming to the catchphrase. Maybe people will start trying to do it with me in the street one time, you know. <laughs> we'll get back out there. That would be a dream come true, wouldn't it? Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> we go for that first pint and someone walks up to you and goes, you're Matt oh. Dyson. And you go, sod off, mate. I'm off the clock now. And I go, whoa. Gone to his head. It's gone to his head. <laughs> yeah. No, that won't happen in a private it... members club, Foddy. We will be fine. Absolutely. In there, we? The in. <laughs> in our gated community surrounded by a moat. Um, <laughs> I do wonder if people who listen to this, if any of them get annoyed with it now and sort of go along. You know when you um, mock someone when you go, nye, 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 nye. I wonder if anyone yeah. sits at home listening to this and goes, if you do join in um, in that manner, do tweet us at r and well, We'd like to get a guest on every week. A guest to join in with a catchphrase would be nice. <laughs> Make an extra Wouldn't work for the great? producers here. But, Wouldn't that yeah, be great? Feel free to, to join in at home. There yeah. must be a way that someone can send us a voice note going, he's Matt Dyson. Yeah, surely. <laughs> and then you just... Well, what a show we have today. What a show. This is going to, this is almost like a self-help podcast because you're going to get tips. This is like taking that pill in Limitless or seeing The Matrix. (laughs) The world is going to be different after you listen to this. You're going to see opportunities (laughs) everywhere. things differently, yeah. Yeah, your life will be enhanced by this podcast. I'll tell you what, I've done a lot. I've actually done um, some practical experiments during this show, which I don't normally get up to that. It feels like, it feels like it's been a, an episode of How To or something. I mean, like uh, Gaz Top or Fred Dynage. But uh, I've done some experiments. You can find the results out of them and know if these things really work or not. Well, we should give away no more. Enjoy this deeply practical edition of Rock and Roll Football. <laughs> Brace yourselves, it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford. The early call from the Premier League has gone absolutely ballistic. It's Wolves... It's end-to-end stuff in the West Midlands derby. And elsewhere in the West Midlands, Birmingham City winning 1-0 away at Middlesbrough in the Championship... Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Blockbuster start in the West Midlands this afternoon, Matt Dyson. Very exciting. What a huge result this could be for Big Sam uh, if they hold on to this 3-2 lead that West Brom have at Wolves. I mean, uh, unbelievable. After the West Brom took an early lead, uh, then Wolves went into a 2-1 lead, then West Brom came back into it, and now they're winning with, what, about 10 minutes to go uh, at, uh, at Molyneux. It's very, very exciting and would be a huge, huge result. This is exactly what Big Sam was brought in to achieve, and he looks like he may achieve it today. <laughs> It is indeed. There's loads more football happening this afternoon, including massive games in the Premier League and the Championship. Here to preview a red-hot day of red-hot Premier League action, it's Matt Dyson. 
So we're used to having no fans in stadiums now, the echoing sound of manager swear words mixed with slightly delayed crowd sound effects, but we could soon have no expressions of joy as well. We should see a different type of goal celebration this weekend because of COVID. No more hugging and kissing of teammates. Instead, socially distanced jubilation. It's after the MP Julian Knight said some players' celebrations have been brainless and give out an awful message during a lockdown. It's going to be like when a big-time Charlie striker scores and no one joins in. Uh, like when Pierre van Hoydonk <laughs> yes. came back from his strike action at Forest in the 90s. Uh, one positive is that those annoying choreographed handshakes that the Tottenham squad do with each other will soon be outlawed. I wanted them to yeah, result in one thousand pound on the spot fine for some time. When we restart, uh, when we first restarted, uh, they said players wouldn't be allowed to spit on the pitch and they've been hocking up greenies and doing the old one nostril high power snot shot left, right and centre. Uh, at the same t- at the time, it was deemed okay to huddle with your bubble. These players should certainly be kept away from people shielding or the elderly though, which is probably why Wayne Rooney has now gone into management full time. His first game as a non-player, by the way, is a relegation six-pointer against Rotherham down the bottom of the championship today that's after their 2-0 defeat at Chorley last weekend you can see why he was given the job full time in the Premier League at three we have two games this afternoon clean and likeable leads at home to Brighton and West Ham <laughs> versus Burnley Chris Wood has scored six goals in six league games against the Hammers so the striker could be in line for another today maybe he can do an Aubameyang style superhero mask celebration but he just brings out a PPE face mask and visor all the goals as they go in across the UK and we are socially distance ready to rock your role and football social media nelson is in swag city with his mouse hovering over the like button all set to fleet and reel the hell out of it pompey producer will is bubbling back in his homeland probably still banging on about the one time they won the fa cup years ago and the two mats are at home primed for action sat in front of a bank of cameras watching all the feeds as they come in from the grounds around the country but mainly just relying on the soccer saturday vidi printer with the sound on mute and it's live (laughs) my favorite bit always is when you realize you've pulled up short pause a bit not sure whether to continue and then just go and it's live it's rock it's roll it's football. That is <laughs> Yeah, I know. That was annoying, that. Um, I think in rehearsals, in my rehearsal, because I do my own little rehearsal and try and get the timing right, it went on for longer, and I don't know why. That's annoying. My timing is a way out. Because you got excited and you delivered it faster than you thought you would. That's what it could be, yeah. I always get so excited. You know, it's such a good point about, you know, on the, on, when you watch football on the telly, they go, sorry for any industrial language you may have heard from uh, the Norwich coaching yeah, yeah. staff. And I think, yeah. I missed that. And then I re it. I know, yeah. To see if yeah, I yeah. be better off not apologising. Yeah, don't mention Sorry it. for the horrible words. It. Some of it really <laughs> disgusting stuff. Detailed uh, rumours about the opposite. You're like, what? Get me back in there. Flip it. You're talking to a of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills here. I live for yeah. jobs. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Text us on 8.12.15. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Week, we had a bit of fun because it was the FA Cup. I mean, how good, by the way, was the FA Cup third round? I think that is the, the best third round of the FA Cup, probably for 20 years. Yes, it delivered. It delivered on the hype, didn't it? There's always going to be an upset. Pretty much every day of games, there was an upset, which was very nice. The Leeds one being particularly bad. 
Leeds, uh, yeah, so Crawley and Chorley were, were great. And then uh, Marine against Spurs on Sunday was just such a oh, treat yeah. to watch. People in their back yeah, gardens yeah. and stuff. Like, this is what life's about, isn't it? It's nice, isn't it? Very nice. With the numbers, the numbers, so they knew which house, his garden it had gone in if the ball went over the fence. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. Football, isn't it? But we are back to the serious business of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Effectively a league game this weekend, so you know the usual rules. If your team's more likely to win today, text us on 12.15. It has to be a three o'clock kickoff. Let us know why we should support you. And um, more than likely, it will be based on which team is more likely to win. I mean, I, I, I know we started gaming it as a bit of a joke. Have we become joyless? <laughs> right, I do yeah, worry we're not about really taking a punt anymore, are we? That's true. Yeah, we're just focused on winning at all costs. Yeah, I do. I do. Part of me thinks bring back the the joy of it, the the madness of it. Do we do we roll yeah. the dice this week? Uh, go for a wild card. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. Could be a good shout. That already quite a few suggestions coming in. Some people saying Portsmouth, uh, Aberdeen playing bottom of the table, Ross County. That could be a good mm. shout. But. Uh, you know, yeah, but like you say, maybe we should go for one that feels like it's got long odds. So come on, this is your chance. If you don't usually get in touch because you think they're never going to back me, today is the day. We're going to. Today is a day for dreamers, man. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be hippies about it. You, <laughs> yeah, let's pick man. a team that doesn't even exist, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's not do that because yeah. that'd be absolutely pointless. <laughs> but if you usually think, oh, we're bottom of the league, then today's your day because we're gonna we're gonna go out on a limb today. Yes, that's it. We're going to bring good karma. We're going to turn things around, man. This is it. We're going to turn it around. Text us now on 81215. Why should we support your team? And if you are a bit more of a no-hoper, today's the day we shine. And we mean that in terms of your football, not your life. We're not, we're not judging you as individuals. We know you're wonderful people. <laughs> um, but in footballing terms, if your team needs a turnaround, today is the day. Obviously, if it doesn't work... We accept no responsibility whatsoever. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We've had some fantastic suggestions on who to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Keep them coming into 8, 12, 15, particularly if your team needs a bit of a turnaround. We're going to turn into, turn into dreamers. We've been cynics all season. <laughs> I feel like we're losing our discipline. I think that's what's really happening. <laughs> but it just makes it a bit more dramatic. Um, yeah. Our record will go to pot, but you know, our record will go to pot. But who cares, really? We're hippies anyway, does it? It doesn't. Um, So Roy Keane is here, uh, legally obliged to point out that it's not really well. (laughs) That's not really the magic. It sounds like look. If it sounds like Roy Keane and it speaks like Roy Keane, it's Roy Roy Keane as far as I'm concerned. But um, you know, lawyers get in the way of creativity. Um, So. Matt yeah. Dyson, all okay. week people have been uh, tweeting you and emailing us in at R&R Football, the things you would like to hear Roy Keane rant about. Dyson, I hand over to you and I shall channel okay. the great man. You get channeling, you get channeling. Here we go. Now this is an interesting question. Come in from uh, a Celtic legend, a uh, friend of the show, Simon Donnelly has been in touch this week, uh, talking Ooh. about food packaging. Uh, rice being a particular one, designed to burst everywhere as you open it. I'm sure it's not done on purpose, he says, with an angry face emoji. Roy, your thoughts? Well, i got some sympathy for it. But what you got to remember, with all these things, you got to remember the perspective of the person that packaged it and the reason it was done. Now, that, you know, everyone's saying they want to cut down on packaging for the oceans and for the, for the planet and that. And I agree with that. 
also, you don't want waste. You know, companies, you know, we live in a capitalist system. They, they don't want to be putting extra, uh, you know, packaging if it's not needed. So it's always going to be packed in tight. Uh, and But I've got sympathy with it because you open a bag of rice, it explodes everywhere. So what I just got to say is it's about managing the, the, the problem. So, you know, you, you open it over a worktop. You don't do it in the middle of your living room. Mm-hmm. And then you're spraying rice everywhere like a, like a yeah. cannon going off, you know, like a confetti cannon. What I would say as well is, you know, if you if you do it over a clean surface, you can p- pick up the rice and just stick it in the in the saucepan. So at the end of the day, I, 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 I don't know what he's moaning about, you know, because this is just part of life. And Simon yeah. Danley, if you're listening, put yourself together, man. And 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 uh, you know, th- th- <laughs> I think I just been to Jamaica for a bit. I've been travelling. No, I haven't been travelling. I haven't travelled for a long time. That's part yeah. of the problem. Is that yeah. I, I don't know where I'm from. I, look, I'm very confused today. He's <laughs> right though. I mean, he's Simon Donnelly. He's right. It's, it's that particular type of plastic. Why not use a flexible type of plastic uh, when packaging rice? Instead, it's okay, that really well, flimsy, brittle plastic oh, well, that, that flicks open and it goes everywhere. No, I take no, what they, you're they, saying about maybe no, open it in a bowl, perhaps, Roy. You know, maybe mm. or, or get your get your microwavable rices. You know, they're only about a quid oh, now from your supermarkets. Yeah. One one minute. For to you snip open the top and it's straight on your plate and and you know the, the problem is with uh, often with rice is it's not like boiling pasta where you just sieve off the, the excess water you need to get the amount of water just right and you're using star yeah. anise in there a saffron yeah. it becomes a palaver yeah. and uh, you're only yeah. using it just to take the heat off the curry or whatever else you're eating and then you end up yeah. spending more time on the rice than you do on your bolognese or your, or your curry gravy ah right you know what I'm, I'm, I'm done with rice I'm over it kicking you into shape it's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It is all over at Molyneux and at the Riverside. Big, big results, Matt Dyson. Huge result for Sam Allardyce and his West Brom side winning 3-2 at Wolves in the West Midlands derby. And in the championship early kickoff, Birmingham got a 1-0 win at Middlesbrough. Uh, Scott Hogan with the only goal of the game. Uh, very, very good win for them as well. Sensational start to this Rock and Roll Football Saturday. Text us on 8-12-15. Why should we support your team at any level of UK football in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Um, I do need a bit of a, not a pick-me-up, but I um, I watched something in the week that has harrowed me ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the film? And uh, if anyone listening to this, I would say it's probably the generation slightly older than me. So people sort of 40s upwards. But yeah. people who were of an age in the 80s. A film called Threads. Threads. Have you ever seen it? I don't think I have, no. Right. No, it is. Anyone listening to this now who's seen it is going to go, oh my word, I can't believe... Firstly, I can't believe he's only just seen it and, like, it is the bleakest thing... It's the bleakest film ever made and it is. it makes a Shane Meadows film feel like a carry-on film. Like, it, it, it makes Dead Man's Shoes feel like palate-cleansing light relief. It is a film made in the 80s by the BBC about the Cold War and what if a nuclear bomb went off um, right. oh, wow. in Britain. What if nuclear war happened? And just when right. you think it can't get bleaker, it gets bleaker and bleaker. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Now, there'll be people out there listening going, oh my, why are you at the start of a year... You know, where we're all still having to stay indoors. Why are you watching a film like that? I can't... Exp- Someone recommended it. I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And now I'm like, I can't sleep at night. Is I'm just sat there like, staring. Is it the sort of like Chernobyl one? You know, the great uh, one about the drama about Chernobyl. Is it sort of right. that sort of level of grossness? 
It makes Chernobyl look like Faulty Towers. Really? It, honestly. No think of the bleakest wow. thing you've ever seen, and it now feels like a kind of studio-based what? 70s sitcom. <laughs> Genuinely. If Why you've seen I it... Seen you will, Why mate, haven't I seen it? It came out in 84. I think I was possibly too young. Even I was too young for this when it first came out. Where? How and why did you watch it, and where did you watch it? I was chatting what to a mate, and said, have on? you seen it? Well, yeah. I bought it on DVD, so I spent 15 quid watching this thing. <laughs> I had to buy it. It is horrendous. If you've seen it, you know. But I, I basically decided to give myself nightmares for, out, for no reason. It was almost like I didn't have enough problems. I was like, well, you know what? I'll kind of add to the list and watch this harrowing. Chris from Bolton has already been in touch. He says, we watched Threads at school. And also, when the wind blows, I still feel scared to this very day. So it's Chris in Bolton. Well, Threads. (laughs) Surrenders. So I'm sorry, I've now passed this on to the country. If you haven't seen it, you're not going to watch it and give yourself nightmares. And if you have seen it, I'm now bringing back these dark memories. But um, text on 81215, what is the... What is the bleakest thing? Is there anything out there bleaker than threads? And Dyson, I'm going to order the DVD. I'm going to get it sent to you so that next Saturday... Oh, yes. You can tell us great. what you think. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, as you may have gathered. The irony of this, by the way, when earlier we were saying, you know when you watch the football on the telly and they go, we apologise for the industrial language. We are now... <laughs> We are now drawing attention to the fact that we, as you may have gathered, having a bit of a technical issue. Obviously, we're all in different places. We're not in the studio. I'm in London at home. Dyson's at home. Our producer, Will, is at home. So at some point, Wi-Fi was going to be strained. And we've we've reached that point, Dyson. Mm. We really have. So we started to make us sound quite robotic, sort of a Max Headroom-esque. It's a dated reference for the older listeners there. But yes, yeah, so it's, it's making things a bit difficult, isn't it? The irony of this is we, we talked about apologies drawing attention to the problem where if you didn't mention it, no one would know. And we also talked about the film Threads, which is like this apocalyptic <laughs> film where basically everything yeah. breaks down. And we're apologising and everything is breaking down. So this is almost like that um, story about the War of the Worlds when it was broadcast in America. People thought aliens are genuinely yeah. invaded. <laughs> People are starting to think this is real. Threads is becoming a reality. I hope not. That's what happens. You can never mention Threads on any live broadcast, otherwise it will go to pop. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. That is, uh, that is the air horn. Oh, no. We don't have the actual air is, horn due to technical This is what difficulty. we're having to resort to. We have to make our own sound effects. <laughs> What's yours yeah. going to be? Oh, uh, honk, honk. <laughs> sort of That's so much horn. better. <laughs> foghorn, more of a foghorn than an air horn. Uh, yeah, so when the Wi-Fi goes down, the, the air horn runs out of gas or whatever it is inside <laughs> an air horn, and we don't quite use that anymore. This show's gone to pop today, but there have been goals, Fordy. Imagine if you'd never heard this show before. You just tuned in and it's just too going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what what they know this? they're on air. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But there are yeah. goals, yes. Oh, goals. Yes, there are. West Hammer won them up against Burnley. Uh, Mikhail Antonio scoring a goal. He went off to try and celebrate on his own and he just lay down on his own doing the backward crawl like he was swimming. And I thought, oh, great, he's doing a socially distanced goal celebration. But then all the other players came over and started grabbing him, hugging him, and hugging him like nothing was wrong. So nothing Change so he tried to be distanced, but then they ruined it. The other guys and uh, Brighton are one nil up at Lee 
Leeds as well. A bit of a shock. And Neil Mope uh, with the goal there. And uh, Portsmouth are winning 1-0 at Fleetwood as well. And by the way, the person that said we should have backed uh, Ross County against Aberdeen, uh, the form book went out the window. Ross County have gone into an early lead in that game. Wow. Well, there you go. My word. A cracking start. Despite technical difficulties, we're going to keep you updated with these goals as they go in. Now, man of the year, Marcus Rashford, um, rightfully getting plaudits for his wonderful um, charity yeah. work and his campaigning, as well as being a fantastic footballer. Give a great interview this week where he says that Jose Mourinho taught him to be more savvy in the penalty area, i.e. taught him how to get penalties. Yeah. You know, we know what right. we know. What yes. we, we all yeah. know what yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, so I just wonder what little cheats have you learned in life? Text us on eight twelve fifteen. Um, do you have any sort of life cheats, Dyson, where you have um, to be a bit savvier? I do. I've got a nice little couple of cheats. We talked about your love of katsu curry, did we, on the show a couple of weeks oh, ago? I think yeah. you uh, mine are, my, I have a lot of Wagamamas-based ones. You know about the free green tea when you go there and you get free green tea. Uh, you know, Ooh. with the... Yeah, they never, they never charge you for the green tea. And the katsu curry, if you ask for extra curry sauce, they give you that as well, gratis. They will never charge you for the extra <laughs> free curry sauce. So uh, that's how I try and live my life. When I could go out to eat in restaurants, that was one of my little life hacks. Oh, that's brilliant. So text us 8, 12, 15. What, little, what, what, what is sort of Rashford equivalent in your life? What little things have you taught to be more savvy about? What are the little cheats that you've learned? Could be at work. I mean, I've got one that I'll tell you about in a bit. But text us on 8.12.50. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. So Dyson's got these Wagamama-based life hacks. Life's little cheats in honour of Rashford. Basically anything that he goes down in the box to get penalties now that, <laughs> now that he's been coached by Jose Marino. That's what we're all talking about. At a previous job, years ago, on one of the floors there was a vending machine... And someone else told me this. They're like, if you uh, basically buy two items off the same, you know, that little spiral. So yes, let's say it's a bag of yeah, watches. Yeah. So just put in number 55 twice, if that was the thing. But yeah. it, it, make, it jams it. Uh, so you know when the product falls against the glass? Yeah. And then it doesn't drop into the kind of, you know, that big drawer at the bottom that you get on a vending yeah. machine? Yeah. It was like, just pay twice. And then the cent- it gets trapped. You get a refund, you shake it, and then two you get two bags of crisps. Down. Oh, so you get two <laughs> for, for nothing. Wow. You get two for free, you get your refund, and you get the two things for free. Now, this trick I learnt about a year into working there. I was there for about four years. No one ever fixed the machine. It was regularly restocked. <laughs> like oh, wow. no one ever figured out this thing. It was like one of it was like something off what was that program? Erie Indiana. <laughs> do you remember that one there's like a cash yeah, machine yeah, that was just giving yeah. away free money yeah yeah wow but no one ever said anything and so this sort of theft this white collar crime went on for years unnoticed it was amazing and it was like it was a massive vending machine it did crisps chocolate pop it was basically oh. just free food wow. it was so I mean I you know what there were times when I still paid because I just felt guilty <laughs> you know, this isn't a victimless crime there's no such thing yeah but my word <laughs> And it was—it was, it was basically, it. yeah. It was never discovered. It was just there wow. until the office closed. 
the vending machine company must have thought, I don't know what happens there. They're just obviously not that hungry. They don't snack very much. Uh, they, but we'll, we'll <laughs> leave the machine there and see how we get on. <laughs> They're not hungry, but we have to keep restocking it. If only I could oh, yeah. figure out what was yeah. going on. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, that is kind of every person's dream, isn't it? Like a, a, basically a, a faulty vending machine that dispenses free. Oh, yes. Knickknacks, yeah, yeah. drifters, cans of Coke. You know, that is just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think that is. You know what? Oh, my word. You know when people say, oh, if I won the lottery, if I had like a big... If I had a massive mansion, I would yeah. get a massive vending machine put in that yes. was basically free. That get, But you had to put the money in and then it always refunded you. Right, yeah. Would the, would the thrill wear off, do you think, though, if, you, if it wasn't real? If you're not really cheating the system, would it work as well? Would it feel as exciting? I mean, you've got to put... I guess then it just becomes a big cupboard. I mean, I guess yeah, I have yeah. this at home. A fancy I already cupboard. have it. You've got a fancy cupboard. Yeah, it's called cupboard, the larder. Yeah. It's, just a, it's yeah. just a cupboard. I go in there, I get a bag of Chris, I don't buy any money in. But you know the first machine I figured out how to rig? Do you remember those mini dairy milks? And they used to come in a little oh, vending yes. machine that you put two peas in. Was that where you pulled the slot and it came out in the slot? Was it because they, they it was were kind really of like that? School. Yeah, you put two p in and then the small mm. mid dairy milk would come out. But I figured out that you didn't have to put the two p all the way in, so that you could just depress the lever ah, by nice. pressing the two p in. But then I was only fooling myself. I was then saving no money. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We've got some amazing little life cheats here. Some fantastic ones coming in, Dyson. Yes, so a couple of pizza-related ones first. Bex in Leeds says, if you complain in Pizza Hut, you always get a free dessert or you don't <gasps> That is a brand new fact. Wow! That's all you have to do. A little complaint and then you have got Ice Cream Factory all to yourself. Um, and it's unlimited ice cream as well. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, you can stay there all day. Just one complaint is all you need. Becky from Bristol <laughs> says she, she uses scissors to cut a pizza and a vegetable peeler to cut cheese. It's revolutionised her life, she says. <laughs> you know what? Wow. A vegetable peeler to cut cheese, I bet, is fantastic. If you've got, like, cheddar, I bet idea. that's perfect for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And scissors, when it's too hot, you know, I think scissors could work on a, on a pizza. My wife sometimes does that, in fact. But you don't want to be using the ones that you've just been cutting other stuff with, do you? No, you do have to put them in the dishwasher afterwards, obviously. Yeah. Don't use your nail scissors or anything like that. <laughs> Extra cheese! No! Oh, dear. You'd be there all day as well. They're tiny. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. There's a goal in the championship, Matt Dyson. Yes. Oh, sorry. Air horn noise. Well, that, that'll, have to, that'll have to replace the air horn for now. <laughs> that's the sort of sound effect that's going to replace the air. Crows yeah. all over Northamptonshire, landing on your Randy Crows all over. <laughs> Our air horn is broken, so we're having to resort to this. Uh, but the big news is from the City Ground 40, where Sammy Amiobi has yes. got a lovely shot, rifled in from outside the box. They're one 0 up against Millwall. Very nice. Derby Rotherham, Wayne Rooney's first game in charge as manager, still goalless, and if. If he doesn't get a win against Rotherham, that will look particularly bleak for Derby County. Uh, elsewhere in the Championship, Norwich are 2-0 up at Cardiff. Oh, I love the Elsewhere, Norwich 2-0 up at Cardiff. All this exposition on all the others. Norwich 2-0 up at Cardiff. They do look very good this season, Norwich. They really, really do. But yeah. brilliant news for Forest. Could this be a turnaround, Dyson? Dare we dream? Well, yeah. Well, our unbeaten run is, has been going pretty well of late, hasn't it? We're looking all right, but let's not get carried yeah. away. 
We know not, not to. Very, fair point. Fair point. Let's not have fun. Um, so <laughs> Texas on Stop enjoying yourself. <laughs> We're talking about your little life hacks, your little life cheats in honour of uh, Marcus Rashford telling him that Jose made him a bit savvier in the box. What are the little life hacks and cheats that you've picked up? 8-12-15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Text us on 8-12-15. What are your little life cheats in honour of Marcus Rashford saying that Jose Mourinho taught him to be savvier in the box? Well, what were the extra little lessons you learned about life? The extra little ways of getting something extra out of it. Text us on 8-12-15. But now it's time to hand over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Well, thanks very much, Matt. Don't forget you can tweet us at Football and email football at absoluteradio.co.uk with your personal sports news from the week. We start this afternoon with news. Just in from Nottingham, where Des Oldham has this morning told reporters that his girlfriend bought an exercise ball for them both to use. Mr Oldham stated the ball was huge and that he has so far done absolutely no exercise on it at all. That said, sources close to the story state that Dez has successfully done five kick-ups with it without smashing everything in the dining room. More on that story as it develops. Natalie. That's impressive. Uh, very good. They're big balls, aren't they? Like a giant space hopper to do. Keep you up. You be careful. Be very, very careful impressive. using uh, well, phrases uh, like that on national uh, I mean, media. I mean, yeah. How, how's uh, your ball control these days, Jim? Uh, yeah. How, how you still got a great touch on you? I I'm not going to get drawn into this, Natalie, because let me tell you something. I'm a professional broadcaster. When I hear phrases like balls and control and how are yours I naturally run a mile but it's very telling that you think that's appropriate oh, just uh, just a chat that's all you know in, in this time of cordiality between us I just thought I'd get a bit of an insight into the Jim White behind closed doors you know what he gets up to in the living room that's all that's private as I told yeah. as I've told you on many occasions <laughs> yeah, once you yeah, step sorry. onto my drive yes. that's my mm. property just yeah, just working on this friendship, finding out where the boundaries lie. You know, week after well, week. Well, they they lie with the law. There's one the, the, there. When yeah. you cross <laughs> okay, the boundary okay. to my property, you're all my property. That's where okay. the boundary is. Okay. The front yeah. gate. Moving on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The electric gates. You're very nice, aren't they? Very very high. Keep keep the outside world outside, right, Jim? Yeah. Um, yes. Couldn't agree more. Anyway. Moving on, uh, a developing story this afternoon where Simon Allen states that he has lost his dog over a hundred yard dash. Uh, he's lost to his dog, I presume, <laughs> over a hundred yard dash. Conflicted reports suggest Mr. Allen may well have found the dog. Otherwise, why would he be tweeting my sports news? That said, if you spot a dog uh, anywhere, anytime, please do contact Mr. Allen just in case uh, so but yeah but a guy's lost his dog Jim very sad very very sad indeed so Simon Allen hopefully you've found your dog if you can help I mean I presume I agree with you Natalie I think he's I found think, the dog yes it ran off he found it again and then he sent us that as a, as a news item yeah I mean we take this stuff seriously obviously a dog is man's best friend but if you do lose your dog, we cannot be the first port of call. You have to go to the relevant authorities, yeah. uh, the RSPCA or, or someone like that. We, we cannot. Mm. We don't have the time to be chasing lost no. dogs. But 
No. That's it. If you find it, do let us know. Uh, get in touch. Football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're getting some amazing messages here about life hacks or little cheats in life. Marcus Rashford said that after playing for Jose Mourinho, he was a lot savvier in the box, which... Very politically correct way of saying that Jose Mourinho yeah. taught me how to cheat and win penalties. Yeah, that's almost that's what he's like, I suppose, in the Tottenham documentary. He said to the Spurs players, you're too nice. You can't win things when you're nice. So he's met, he makes everyone nasty and he makes everyone cheat. He basically makes everyone not fully play by the rules wherever he goes. So... But this is, this is something that obviously there's a lot of Jose's out there and there's a lot of Marcus's because we've had some amazing messages in Dyson. Yes, uh, some unusual ones. <laughs> um, uh, Declan uses the back of a spoon to butter bread or toast. Hashtag life hack, he says. Uh, Joe Butler on Twitter well, Hold says, on, just on, that, just on that butter one with the spoon, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's like how chefs put the tomato sauce on a pizza base. You know, that sort of ladle. Uh, yes. And then they yeah, circuit. Sort of, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they do. If you went yeah. back to his house, you'd be like, he's the most sophisticated man. <laughs> you'd be like, did you used to work for Pizza Express? Because you're spreading that butter around like it's marinara yes. sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how they do it, don't they? Yeah. Uh, another bread-related one from Joe Butler says, to add a bit of texture to your sandwich, add a slice of toast in the middle. Go a step further, forget the filling, two slices of plain white bread with a slice of toast in between. I give you the toast sandwich. I mean, that sounds very bready, doesn't it? But different textures of bread, which makes me But that's me a great intrigued. idea for that middle, almost like a sort of uh, sandwich version of a Big Mac, where you've got that yeah. middle, I guess it's a club sandwich, but the idea yes. of having the middle one toasted and the outer one's not. Yeah, that sounds yeah. absolutely it's like, yeah. brilliant. It's the most basic club sandwich you could ever imagine. <laughs> but it but sounds then what's all right. the best thing to put in between each layer? Yes, well, apart from bread. I mean, yes, yeah. lettuce seems to be lettuce seems to be the uh, seem to be the the main one that people use, isn't it? I just think maybe ham on the bottom layer, cheese on the top, and then that toast in the middle, soft white bread on the outside. Oh, and the, t- the cheese sort of melts into the toast in the middle <gasps> a little bit as well. So you've got that sort of cheese toasty element. Oh, yeah, it does sound good. This has drifted into a whole other area, which is how much bread can you get in a sandwich? Which, if you do have a record, <laughs> let us know on 81215. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. <laughs> You know what, I I decided to do that air horn because your mating call I thought was going to cause your problems in the long term. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, we should definitely move on from the, the mating calls. I think that's a sensible move. But there has been a goal in Scotland for the Hibs are beating Kilmarnock 1-0. An Alan Power own goal in that game. Oh, embarrassing. Um, but let's see what happens there. So when you did your mating call earlier, you didn't get any crows or ravens or There's sparrows no, flocking. N- no response as yet from the local bird life. Uh, but uh, you know, actually, there is. There's quite a few no. flying towards me now. I'm not joking. So, I think they may be just emigrating or something. But yeah, What? Left it a bit late. They're really That's flying cool. towards you now. There are quite a few of them, but you know, there's a lot of bird life out here in the. Do you the do you call, do you make do your air horn noise and see what happens? Ah! Shall I open the window? And I'll go to the yeah, window yeah, 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 yeah. Beckon them down. Go on. Ah! Ah! Oh God! <laughs> so many weird looks. So many weird looks from the neighbours. I was going to say, from the wildlife. 
a woman in a pram just turned around and looks at me with scorn. <laughs> hang on, hang on. A woman in a pram? Sorry, a woman with a pram. Oh, right. <laughs> Flip it. What sort of neighbourhood? Imagine someone just there? moved in. They're like, that hairy bloke keeps screaming out the window. There's a woman in a pram. <laughs> League of gentlemen. So what happened when you did your mating call, apart from getting death stares off your neighbours? No, no. If anything, the birds scattered. So they they weren't they weren't they weren't turned on by it. They were scared by it. I think. This is this is like the opposite of David Attenborough. This is like total disrespect for the the ways and means of the bird community. Good fun though, isn't it? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. News flash. The other Matt Dyson, a man we featured on the show a few weeks ago, not only looks like Matt Dyson, but has the same name, has been in touch with a life hack. <laughs> oh, I love it when the other Matt Dyson gets in touch. The co-founder and CEO of Rocket, of course. So there's little things you attach to a pram and it rocks your baby to sleep. Uh, Matt, who's uh, a very wise man, uh, says, if, if short-sighted like me and you're out and about and forget your glasses... Simply create a small aperture in a piece of paper using a pin and look through that. Suddenly you can see clearly. Hashtag life hack. I mean, is, is that true? That sounds what? amazing. What? Just, just <laughs> what, you poke a hole in a piece of paper and that... Yeah, using a pin. So there's a tiny hole in a piece of paper. You look through that. And suddenly, if you only for short-sighted people, but that apparently works. I, I want to try that. Well, I guess it's the principle of the pinhole camera, isn't it? Uh, that I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Without going back to GCSE science, <laughs> the but principle of the pinhole right, camera, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I suppose it is. I suppose it makes sense. But I mean, you're going to look a bit strange wandering around the streets with a piece of paper over your over your eyes. But um, yeah, it's a small I mean, price also, to pay for your sight. You can't drive like that, can't you? you can punch two holes in a sheet of A4, hold that onto your head while trying to. <laughs> Get down the M1. This is not... Does that work? Does it? I'm... I want to try it. I mean, I can't see any paper near me, unfortunately, but I'm going to try, try it. Try it, right. Certainly. you got to go and try it now and let us know how you get on. Oh, okay, my, okay, this okay, is so I'm exciting. Done. We've had mating calls. Okay. This is radio at its best. <laughs> and now we're going to try a, a an aperture to see if it yeah. solves Matt Dyson's shot. This is magnificent. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Right, everyone, brace yourself. We've got breaking news from Matt Dyson. Dyson, did did the hole in the piece of paper work as replacement glasses? Well, I mean, I've got I had I got the paper and the uh, I got uh, one of my wife's earrings to create a small hole like that, yeah. and it was so small I couldn't I couldn't actually see through it. So I sort of had to expand the hole a little bit. Yeah, and to be honest. It's just as blurry in my bad eye. I mean, I don't know where the other Matt Dyson is coming from. Maybe I'm not doing it right. I'm not 100% sure, but it's really made very little difference. If anything, it's made it harder to read what I can see on the TV screen. So uh, the jury's still out for me. On that one. Who'd have thought that uh, if you're sh- if you're if you've got bad eyesight, trying to squint through a three millimeter hole in a piece of paper <laughs> wouldn't bring you the 2020 oh, no. vision that we thought it might? Um, thanks for all your texts and emails today. I'm not sure if there is a lesson to today's show. I guess it's to try and put a slice of toast in your sandwich, or if you're yes. ever asked in a job interview if you can drive a forklift, say yes and deal with the problems later. <laughs> yeah, that's the takeaway. <laughs> 
See you next week. Bye. You know what I love about it, and I think it says a lot about you know you know they say like you end up oh what's the phrase? Basically, what I'm trying to say is I think it's amazing that we have this whole discussion about life hacks and and ways that you mm. can bend the rules and gain advantages. And most of them ended up being about food. And I don't know whether that's because we just talk about yeah. food all the time. Yeah. Or whether we just have one with our audience. But I really loved that. <laughs> They're playing into our hands, aren't they? It was just a lot. It was just a lot of bread chat, really, and lots of snacking, which is always good and always welcome, to be honest. We are, we are, we are a pro-snack show. Yeah, we are. In fact, look, there's a late one coming. Look at this late text. We didn't have time to <gasps> oh, do this. Oh, bonus content for the podcast. Phil in Canuck, he says, at the carvery, rather than asking for turkey and gammon, for example, just ask for turkey. Then once the chef has put it on your plate, thinking that is all you, uh, all you have. To, what, what a minute! Sorry, <laughs> the first time I've read it. Steady yourself. It's, I know this is big it's news. Badly worded yourself, man. <laughs> once it's on your plate, thinking that's all you wanted, and then and he'll put some gammon. He'll take some extra slices of turkey off. So you end up getting double. Okay. So you basically, you just, you order the basic. Yeah. But when you get to the carvery chef who's handing out the meat slices, you say, you don't say no to any of the meat he offers. Right. I'm with you, Phil. It's a good tip. You know what? A very similar tip. I just thought of this is when you're um, uh, traveling on a train, when you're on a train. Uh, and this really applies to, and it's great when it happens, when you get like a a good deal on a first-class ticket, particularly if you're travelling with ones that have the buffet car where there's like a certain amount of food and drink free. Sure. My old trick back in the old, um, I used to try this on Virgin Trains. I mean, the staff were always friendly anyway and always very helpful. But when they go, oh, what drink would you like? I'll go, uh, oh, have a glass of lager, please. They'll give you a lager and go, Oh, I almost went red wine. And they'll go, oh, there you go, love. Have a, have a red wine as well. Oh, I remember being yes. on one. I could tell you the specific journey. It was on an LNER train a couple of years ago from Darlington to London's King's Cross. And um, it, I think it was like the latest train back. I was coming back after a gig. I was the only one in the carriage. They're still doing the food run. And uh, he said, oh, would you like a drink? I said, oh, I might have a bit of red. I said, uh, is there much left? He went, have the bottle. Give me a full bottle of red oh. wine to myself. If you don't what a journey ask, back that don't was. Get. <laughs> it was absolutely. I just sat there with a carriage to myself with a bottle of red, and I was just like, oh. at night, I love being on a train at night. I was like, this oh, is yeah. bliss. <laughs> I think that was the happiest day I've ever been. So I can't wait <laughs> when life returns. Especially just get drunk on trains again, trying trying to blag free booze. But that's basically been the theme of that's the show. Is just basically how do you get well, how do you get free stuff without going? Can I have some free stuff, please? You've got to, you've got to have an, an amiable person on the buffet car, and I find on trains they often are. You're quite friendly, and if you can strike up a rapport with them, then things like that will happen to you. So we we can learn from you there, Fordy. Well, there you go. This has been educational. It's been practical. And it's been a show for dreamers. We'll see you next week.